Drive. Well, hello there, podcasters. Hello. Uh, welcome to another cracking week. Yes. It's warmer. I reckon in the mornings it's lighter. Yeah. It's getting a bit of a summer vibe. I was a bit... We were having this debate on the weekend because we went to uh, the dog park, the Nudgee Beach dog park, mm. which is pretty awesome. Have you ever taken Gus there? Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, and you, they get to like run, I guess, in the so-called ocean with the uh, jellyfish. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, this would be nice in summer. And Scotty's like, it is summer. Mm. Like, it's not summer. <laughs> but he doesn't have the in-between seasons. He just it's goes summer, winter summer or winter. <laughs> and right. they're just a variation. I'm like, it's spring. Mm. It's not summer. It's already warm. I'm it like, was... no, it's not. It's very different. Mm. I said the 1st of December mm. is summer. It was quite chilly yesterday, though. Like, it dropped yesterday. It was cold. Yeah, there's a bit of wind about. A bit mm. windy. Mm. Um, but today, you will hear Stav uh, training his first physical training uh, on the football field for his game on Saturday. Josh Maguire was there. Dynamis, who is your coach. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of bag hitting, mm-hmm. actual tackling. Mm-hmm. How did you feel when you um, tackled Josh? Because he's a pretty solid fella. I didn't feel him move, <laughs> <laughs> which is a concern. Uh, and also he was standing still, so he wasn't running at me. Um, oh, that's, yeah, that's yeah, a different yeah, point, you know, isn't add it? Some, add some speed to it. But I reckon, you know, get your first one away in the game and then you'll be fine, I reckon. What position does he play? Uh, I think he plays second row, actually, mm. or, or front row. It'll be first or second. Mm. Uh, he's a big boy. They're all the big units, aren't they? Yeah. 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 Um, nice of them to put me out in the wing, to be fair. Well, yeah. Yeah, he's well, prop. Yeah, Prop that's what they said Chris Ling's doing. But I actually messaged him. He's mm. in Atlanta at the moment playing cricket. No. So he doesn't get back till the morning. So he said, there's not going to be much playing. I just want to be the water boy. And I said, you can be the water boy. And he said, or the beer boy. So I think, he, you know. <laughs> He's not planning on uh, physically putting himself out there too much? No. Well, he arrives that morning. What if it's delayed? Yeah. 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 Mind you, he's probably flying business anyway. You don't reckon so. he gets like that? <laughs> so it would just be like a normal normal night's sleep for him. I can't imagine I'll, I'll that. I'll write Linny's... back to him saying, oh, jet lag must be a killer. <laughs> yeah. Well, out of anyone, he'd be the one that would be worried about injury more than anybody, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's, he's still, still actively playing. playing cricket. If yeah. he breaks a leg, there's going to be issues. Mm. Mm. Uh. Or as if I break a leg, who cares? Never broken well, a bone. We will care. Oh, you never touch, wood, touch wood, no. touch wood, touch wood, touch wood. Why did you say that? Touch wood. How many bones have you broken? Uh, two. Ankle and... My pinky. Oh. (laughs) I can do that just to get the tick. (laughs) Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. And up until recently, I've never had stitches until I got that thing cut out of my nose. Shut up. Okay, sorry. Did you get stitches up there? My nose. Oh, those stitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sorry, when I I say shut up, you're jinxing yourself. Yeah, you don't need that. Just for that I've reason. I've broken a lot of toes. Have you? On other people? Give no, me my money back. my toes. <laughs> <laughs> I got nine more. Give me my money. Uh, Very hard to pay you. Break a little one. <laughs> uh, all right, that's all coming up. Let's get into it. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Stab. Oh, versus the Legends of Lee. So, Stav, yes. this weekend you're going to take to the footy field for the first time. Because mm-hmm. I don't know if it counts. I don't know if anyone's going to take your uh, Cav Road lunchtime career well, we into took account. It very seriously. Uh, of course sure. you did. Of course you did. But mm. you are playing some big men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah. What, what are some of the names that are playing on this charity game? Well, the biggest probably I would say is Sir and Siva. Yeah. Uh, GI is not exactly a small fella as well. No. Yeah. No. Big um, names and big men. Yes. Yeah. Well, Josh McGuire was out at your training session, um, which you're going to hear after 8 o'clock this morning. Mm. He, he's, <laughs> how would you describe the way he physically looked? Solid. 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 Hard, right? Like, yeah. he, like everything looked hard on him. Like, uh-huh. I, I thought I'd done pretty good because I have bulked and I, I put on like 10 kilos. And but then I looked at them. I still said, like 60 behind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I said to Abs, I think I've got more of an AFL build. Oh, 100%. Uh, You've yeah. so got 100%. You're lean and mean. Mm. And he is solid. Like, he was wearing shorts that, can I just say, were probably baggy shorts, but mm. they're tight on him. He looked like he was halfway through hulking out. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. Exactly. And we just yeah. want you to be a little bit more feared. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think... It's You've got to look like a footballer. Yeah. I don't look like a footballer? Uh, no, you don't. Do you think you look like a footballer? Oh, seriously, when you look in the mirror, do you go, yeah? Maybe Union? <laughs> no, <laughs> U- Union are even thicker. Are they? Yeah. Because uh, uh, they're packing scrums. You look and... like a lawn bowler. Ah. Uh, 
Well, they're, they're fierce. Yeah, right, that's right, the right. outfit that you're going with. They're often. fierce if you're not from here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, we thought, yeah. um, how do we make, because at the end of the day, you know, they say dress for the job you want, uh-huh. not the one that you have. Good mm. one. So we want you mm. to look like a professional footballer. Okay. And we thought... He could wear a mullet wig. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the girls were very excited about your makeover of a mullet wig. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then they brought it in and we're like, that's not going to work. We were just a bit ashamed because right. we're like, that's just going to be ripped off, mm-hmm. isn't it? So mm-hmm. then Maddie had an idea. Yeah. Well, it was more of a hair <laughs> insert. Like it was, we would have had to have somehow turned that into a, uh-huh. some sort of a rat's tail. Right. And we thought, you know what? He's trained hard. He's gone all out. That's not this. a mullet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. That was, mm-hmm. wasn't mullety enough for me. He's gone all out. He's trained. He's put on 10 kilos. Mm. He should just get a mullet. How do you just get a mullet? Well, you just well, shave up the top. and You then ring you your barber, the... Tony from Tony's Chop Shop. You say, what are you doing on Monday morning? Bring him in, everybody! Stav and I, this is... And you know how hard it is? Mm. <laughs> we rang him Friday and said, mate, do you want to come in and give Stav a mullet? Mm. He goes, bro, he's on the way here for a haircut. Yeah. So yeah. we tried to get yeah. him to call you and say... Ah, Cancel, yeah. and then you didn't answer. Ah. I've heard so much about you. Nice to meet you, finally. All good things. Yeah. <laughs> Always good things. Always good things. I haven't seen Stav this much ever. <laughs> Twice in a week. I can't get him for a haircut every three months. Uh, now, he's, he's a bit stunned at the moment because he did just pay for a haircut, or maybe probably didn't pay nah, it, to be Tony's honest. Chop, yeah, chop. Okay, right, there we go. Um, on Friday, can you make a mullet out of his hair? We can do anything. Yeah, you can. <laughs> So when when I rang Tony Friday, yeah. I was like, he's like, he's on his way in. I said, can you give him half a haircut? Yeah. And so, so did you convince him to keep it? As soon it as long? he walks in, I'm just like, I love the length on your hair. Oh, this is like, you did. this is. I'm like, I didn't yeah. even give him option. I'm just like, boy, let's keep the length. Yeah. This looks. Sick I thought on it here. was a bit longer at the back, actually. <laughs> I did, it was still hanging out the sides. We're like, what's that about? So what are you yeah. thinking? Do you want to go with the mullet? I love how oh, really? you, you didn't tell him you didn't like it, though, when you left. You were like, oh, it's great. Oh, I still like it. It always does a bang-up job. It's just, it was a bit bigger at the back. <laughs> um, can we give you a mullet? Huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you jumped out of a plane. This is nothing. Sure. Do you want a mullet? Sure. Woo! <laughs> but, like... We want filthy. you to. But we want you to want a mullet. <laughs> filthy well, that's mullet. That's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> but you will look mean. Uh huh. I don't want to look stupid. What do you mean? They all like stupid. Your face is your face. All right. Yeah. Your hair is your hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your hair grows How back. How filthy do you want it exactly? Oh, Maddie? like like he really leaned into those. Like make it filthy. NRL filthy. You've seen those things. I've seen some pretty filthy mullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To be fair, I was like, oh, he should just get a mullet. And then Maddie's like, yeah, Tony's coming in. So it's Maddie's fault. I, I would have assumed. <laughs> just can't, it's going to just blame me. The gift that keeps giving, man. Yeah. Yeah. Friendship. Right. Mm. Yeah, you know. Mm. It was collectively an idea. Mm. <laughs> to be fair, it was my idea. But I thought you'd be okay with it. And why? Because you look mean. Uh-huh. Imagine when you're running down the wing, right? I don't, yeah. I don't have the hair for so a mullet. Score a try, and it's flapping at the back. Mm. And there you are. It's all shaking when you go for a hit up, and your mullet whack, whips Do you want around. a cool cat? Do you want to ask? No. No. Okay. Because you're a mean man. You don't need to ask anyone for a mullet. Do you, no. think, do you think she'll like it? Would you? <laughs> <laughs> do you think this has been her dream the whole time, and I've just never done it? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, the girls really like mullets, the young girls here. Yeah. Well, what are we doing sitting around here? What are we doing? We're trying to, we're trying to wait until you want a mallet. I've already said I'll do it, oh, okay. but I'm not going to okay. enjoy it. Oh, you sound like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Well, Tony, what are you thinking? Can you make it look like good or is a mullet just always bad? Well, I really like this haircut, but I'm going to do it because you want it. Anything, anything for Abby. Oh. <laughs> Maybe All right. say hello to you now. Stand by. <laughs> Next, uh, Tony from the Chop Shop is going to give Stav the filthiest, dirtiest NRL mullet you have ever seen. Pappenhausen is going to be jealous of this bad boy next. Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Stab versus the legends of Lee. Yeah, it is on this Saturday. Uh, Stav's Rugby League Legends Charity Game is on this Saturday at KO Stadium. 3pm kickoff and you can get tickets from Ticket Tech and the girls here at work thought that he might have a mullet makeover, and I don't know who got this, but it's a bit embarrassing. It's not a mullet, it's a wig, and we can't let you wear that. No, it looks like a dead rat. It does. Mm. That's embarrassing. and I mean, it's curly at the back, because mm. I thought it would be good to have a mullet, and we're like, well, wait a minute. Why don't we just 
get you to get a mullet. Yeah, and you were like, sick, I'd love to. That wasn't what I said. Bruh. And you're going to get like, yeah. Tracks. You can start wearing Nike TNs. Man, you are going to be feared. <laughs> um, Tony from uh, Tony's Chop Shop, um, you've come in and you normally do Stav's hair. He went on Friday and you just pretended to cut it so we could keep the length. There was just a lot of brushing. Okay. A lot of brushing, a little bit of line work. It's, it's, it's more theatrics. Than How many mullets do you maintain or cut a week? Like, is it a lot? Yeah, more than you think. And it's a lot of guys like Stav's age trying to be young, so it's like, it's a bit of a trend. It's all good. Okay. He'll, fit, he'll fit in perfectly. Because I always think mullets happen gradually. They're not normally cut in like this. Yeah, some of them grow it out and some of them like like progressively, like they just keep cutting the sides and okay. get a bit of fullness and dirtiness that Maddie likes. You know? <laughs> yeah, and that's what I said. We want, if we're going to go mullet, it's got to be filthy. Like the filthiest what one. What makes a filthy mullet? Like a scullet. Oh, right. Yeah. So really short at the top. Like you're dealing. <laughs> Yeah, what do you mean? Dealing Pokemon yeah, you, cards? Yeah, yes. you get a Gucci mum bag with it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but not a Ooh, real right. one. Not a real one. No, not a real one. Um, do you do that as a deal, do you? Mullet and a Gucci? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, if you want to get yourself uh, a mullet or any haircut, Tony's Chop Shop in uh, Cooparoo. Go there and check him out. Um, there's one person who we probably should just quickly check in with mm. um, before we kick off the mullet is your wife, Kat. Uh-huh. Good morning, Kat. Good morning, everyone. Hello. Hello, darling. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm get, they're cutting a mullet into my head for the game on Friday at Saturday. Oh, honey. I know, right? I managed not to marry in Logan. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I worked really hard on that. Now we can role play. <laughs> <laughs> See, your, your What are wife... you doing? Get out get into the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Cat uh, works on the ABC, so um, you'll look like you know one of the kids that she reports on when she. <laughs> when she's doing yeah. her job. I better not go for a jog through barn at night time. Youth crime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There so... is someone who's not at all impressed. Who? Who's that? That would be your daughter. Oh, what's she saying? Um, she's giving me. Uh, I believe she calls it bombastic side eye okay. at the moment. <laughs> um, and she didn't think you could get more embarrassing, but apparently you can. Great, 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 great. So I'm cringe now. Mm-hmm. Your totes cringe. Totes cringe, brah. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope, I hope <laughs> she. she look on her face. Tell her I won't come to school pickup. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. You know I prefer to do school pickup. That's true. She's got a crush on the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't have a mullet, by the way. No, he doesn't. Okay, uh, this will be the this will be the thing that you leave me for. <laughs> yeah, don't find it weird if I call you a different name in roleplay, but okay, no, that'll be hot. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cat's down. I think she's she's more excited. I think Cat's just used to this stupidity. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Tony is here. He's got the clippers. Um, let's get this underway. Stav is making his full transformation into NRL player. Let the mullet begin. <laughs> Mullet-fy him. Is that a thing? Mullet-fy? Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah. Oh, gee, that's short. <laughs> <laughs> this is him. when you normally look in the mirror and you go, oh, my God, this is going too short. But I don't want to say anything because I'm sure it will look good at the end. So that's why we don't have a mirror for you. Happiness you bring into the same stuff. Yeah. Oh, by the way, we can't have our normal chats that we normally no, no, do. No, yeah. <laughs> no chats, more chop-chop. Yeah. Always yeah. <laughs> 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 worn by a few of the clients. Yeah. They're like, remember, you're on radio. Yeah, we'll get fired. Client barber privilege. It's a thing. Um, all right, at least they're shaving all the greys away. That's not helping me. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Stab oh, versus the legends of Lee. Yeah, you can go and see the match. It's happening uh, this Saturday at KO Stadium, 3 p.m. Kick, kick off and tickets uh, from Ticket Tech. Yeah, and there's a pregame before as well, so gates open at 12.30. Raising money for the Carl Webb Foundation mm-hmm. for M and D and Huntington's disease as well. Yeah, yeah, great cause, great cause. It's good for you to put your hand up and do it. I mean that. Thank you. <laughs> why do you look scared? I, why? <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Why I look mm. scared? Mm. Because we walked away from the training match with ve- two very different opinions for it. Mm. They, you just look so tiny to them, and you're solid. You've been working out, but mm. they are big. They are big. Yeah, and I'm just scared about how you run into them mm. and how they run into you. Yeah. I was going to say, I don't think I think they're running into him. Mm. But you said as a wing, he's we've got to get into running. Yeah, well, yeah, 
Run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. He's Stabby the Winger Man. <laughs> that's good. That's good. That will... Away yeah. away from them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, you are going to play on uh, the wing. Now, when we went out there, Dynamis is uh, one of the coaches, and he's playing. Josh Maguire, mm-hmm. uh, who is one of the NRL greats, was out there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, we thought before we get into training, we just sort of get some opinions on what they see and what they're thinking for the day. Stabby boy, here we are on the turf where you are going to make... It's called a court, Maddie. It's called a court. (laughs) (laughs) I've been doing my research, boys. (laughs) Well, we're going to make history. Um, Dunamis is here. Josh is here as well. I believe you're playing against Dunamis. Yeah, I am. Yeah, Uh, but I got this big fella on my side, so that's not too shabby. Can I just ask a question? Like, you have to talk about stats. How much do you weigh? Me, uh, am I allowed to lie right now? I'm yeah. a bit retired. Yeah, a couple yeah. of years retired, so uh, 115 I am. Never ask a girl how much they weigh, Abby. Well, it's always funny about stats, you know? It goes through the highs, it goes through the weights. But no, you guys are, like, fit. But for the, the game, you need to be quite strong. And how much do you weigh? Well, I've been stacking it on. Um, I, when uh, Troy first called me, I was at 75, and I'm at 87. Yeah. That's good. And I still, I still got a week. Yeah. Very wiry. Very wiry. Yeah. I yeah. think you want yeah. a compliment. Yeah. Not a strong. He's strong. Yeah. Yeah. Think, think Willie Kahn. Willie Kahn sort of physique. <laughs> yeah. I think you're looking thick. Okay. T-H-I-C-C. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring contacts? No, I forgot to bring my contact lenses. Uh, I will have them for the game, but I forgot about that today. I was so uh, concentrating on getting the Dolphins T-shirt. Um, so I'll be wearing my glasses but then you see, you can't hit a guy with glasses. Get the goggles, like yeah, the, like the, the goggles might be right. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. goggles. That might work. I can't because I pay out Abby for wearing goggles when she goes surfing. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. If, maybe just take them off. Well, then I can't see, mate. So we'll see how we go. For the contact, I'll take them off. You won't see him coming here, so will be all right. <laughs> you got to protect him, right? Oh, I'll do my best, but he's on the wing. So he's up against Lottie Dakiri, so. We have had that conversation and um, out on the wing... It's a, that's a pretty important job, being out there if you want to win the game, right, Josh? Usually, yeah, but that's because they're getting tackled by other wingers, so that's why they score so many tries. But you've got Lottie Dakiri, who's probably 120 kilos at the moment, so let's see how you go. That's nothing. Why is everyone <laughs> laughing every time they give you advice? Like, <laughs> Look at me, Abby. <laughs> but my favourite player of all time is Michael Hancock, and he was one of the greatest wingers of all time, so that's great. I get to live out my dream. All right, talk us through. What um, what you got planned? Yeah, well, we'll, we'll we're going to test him out today, so because he's playing wing centre um, during the game. So we might do um, some crossfield kicks, both attack and defence. Try again to either score a try or defend a try. Then work on our, uh, hopefully he uh, you know, gets a few tries on the weekend where he's got a dive. So we'll teach him, give him some tips there for diving and then finish off with a bit of contact. Do you have anyone that rocks up to play in Dunlop volleys as opposed to football boots? Do you own football boots? I'm on that too. I'm working on that as well. Yeah. <laughs> I've never had anyone rock up with Dunlop volleys and, and glasses, so this is a first. <laughs> Go colour ones too. Yeah. Uh, well, let's not stand around. Let's uh, get out there. Well, you get out there. We're going to sit in the stands and watch. Well, we, we can stand around a little bit more if you like. We can stand around. I like standing around. Go get them, Tiger. All right, we had a microphone on stab. Yes. Doesn't sound pretty <laughs> from what I've been told. Well, you got to you got to think it's like, you know, it amplifies the sound. Uh-huh. Yeah, okay, right. It does. Yeah. You didn't have your mouth guard either. No. It was just training. Have you got a mouth guard now? Yeah, got one. What do you mean it's boxes. just training? It's training, mate. It's training. Just because the other boys training. didn't have anyone, yeah. and he doesn't mean you have to copy, yeah. okay? Okay. Uh, you can see all the action on our Instagram page. Uh, we had a mic on stab, a player mic. Uh, this is how it all went. Go a quick game. Yep. So we'll get attacking team. Uh-huh. So you got the ball, you just want to run to that corner as quick as you can, score try by diving. He looks so different than the other guys. I mean, different's not bad. No, you know what? I think he blends in. What do you mean? If today was like a Make-A-Wish Foundation day. <laughs> he's, he's pins. I mean, great pins. Yeah. If you're doing drag. <laughs> They're going to use him like a toothpick. You were running, it was so quick. So what are they supposed to do, try and tackle him before they get to the mat? He's going to the try line, so he's doing the, the leap and put the yep. ball there. Yeah, Good work. Oh, See, are you allowed to push him? Yes, it's rugby league, are you allowed yeah. to push them? Well, otherwise it would be pushing in the back, sorry. That's how I felt. Okay, sorry. Oh, look at that, he scared the bloke, he dropped the ball. Yeah. <laughs>
100 metre tr- try would be epic, wouldn't it? Mm. Imagine that on kickoff, bang, catches it. What are you thinking? I'm thinking we pay everyone off just so they play, <laughs> pretend that they tried to get him. No, I was thinking, I reckon he might be able to do that yeah. on his own accord. Be quick. <laughs> and if that we, would be good, though. And if we bring a fistful of $50 notes. <laughs> we did say, hey, just dive that way. He runs through. It's like that little kid, like, oh. Ready? Yep. Woo! They gave me that one. No. <laughs> oh no! He put it. He put it. He put it down in the wrong spot. <laughs> he put it out of touch. He put. That's okay. Snap real quick. How you feeling, big dog? Well, you can't. I just scored two tries. I mean, in practice. That's, that's why I came over to ask you. This is sideline comments. Mate, you've had a blinder out there today. No, um, football was a big winner here today. Yeah. Uh, full credit to the other team. They, they came with their best, but it just wasn't enough on the day. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a privilege. Full credit to the boys? For all the boys, all the boys. Yeah. And, uh, Intending to puff or not? No, I'm puffed. No. <laughs> I just look around. I'm like, no one else is puffed. Shouldn't have vaped on the car ride out, to be honest. Oh, we did ask that. We're like, is he going to vape before the game? I've learned that lesson now. So. Yeah. I want to see you running down the sideline with a puff of a puff. It was a tank engine, they call me. I think he's about to make a tackle here. I do like that they've got the uh, the mats out for his tackling. Oh, he's lost the glasses. He's lost the glasses. Sort of warm the glasses. Watch the glasses. This is your bread and butter as a winger. Right, okay. You've got to get us out of the backfield. Yeah. All the great wingers out of the backfield do. Lottie, Brian Tork. Uh-huh. Michael Hancock. Okay. Get down and play the ball. Josh McGuire is training with his phone and wallet in his pockets. <laughs> he didn't even break a sweat. <laughs> He's a unit, isn't he? He's a big boy. Woo, Stav! Oh, we've got a nosebleed. Is it really? Yeah. What? Not his nose, actual bleeding. I think it's a little little cut on his... Oh, oh God. <laughs> we didn't have a safety word, did we? Pineapple. Are you going to wear headgear on the day? Is he going to wear headgear on the day? Uh, from my just doing that, you think I should? No, yeah, I'm a little bit worried about you, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> no, I think you'll be right. I just, yeah, I reckon you got to commit to it, Bob. Okay. Josh, we've been sort of chatting about what the, I guess you could call it vibe, of the game will be. The guys won't take it too seriously, right? Oh, that's the thing, though. They're all pretty warriors, to be honest. Like, even though some of those guys have been retired for a while, I've assumed once they cross that white line, I know, for me, it's very hard to turn it off once it gets turned back on. So I just think it'll be kind of played it in, in the right spirit until it's not played in the right spirit anymore. Yeah, someone's going to take it too seriously or someone's going to hear a cheer from the crowd and just go, it is on, and then everyone's going to bring it on. We spoke yeah. to Gordon Tallis and he's like, there's still a lot of people that will think they've got a lot to prove. Probably the worst thing for Stav is that there isn't any suspensions this game, so you can pretty much get away with murder and not have to be held to any account for it. So Did you know that? Uh, uh, now I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. What, what are they going to do? You're suspended from three more charity matches. <laughs> I think Stav's pretty lucky. He's got Greg Bird and all the ones that are bad on, on his team. So Greg Bird, you're going to have the best Mad Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Chambers, all the boys. But yeah, Todd Carney's as well. So, yeah, he should be... Um... Oh, well, drinks are covered. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't want to turn GI on. So once he gets cranky, we're all in trouble. So I reckon you have Chris Lynn covered. So I'm not I'm not worried for you. I'm more worried for Chris Lynn because yeah. I grew up with Chris Lynn. He was very cheeky when we were growing up. So I've been waiting for probably 20 years to get my hands back on him. So I'm looking forward forward to it. <laughs> How are you feeling after training? I thought you looked good out there. Oh, thank you. Uh, was it the, the jersey or the, the legs? No. <laughs> Leading lip that's really done it for me. Yeah, I put my heart and soul into it, mate. Uh, <laughs> it's just going to be what it's going to be, isn't it? You know? But I'm going to run at them. I'm going to try and stop them until I can't. That's the plan. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. I'm not responsible for this, but I did feel a little bit like, oh, near my big mouth. Because uh, we caught up with um, some friends that I know, right? Mm. And it's like friend of a friend, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Just distancing myself a little (laughs) bit. But the guys were sort of chatting and they were on one side of the table and we were on another. And, you know, I just like to listen to a conversation and it came up talking about kids and someone said the question of like, oh, have you had the snip? Mm. And they're like, nah, nah, I'm not going to. We're just, we're all right, blah, blah, blah. All this sort of thing. We're open to more kids. Mm. Everyone's like, what? Get up. No way. No one's having more kids. Yeah. That sort of conversation. We're why in a the... good place, guys. Let's not, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, we're all <laughs> so, in the clear. So I was like, so why did that come up? And one of the guys said, oh, because I'm booked 
next month to go, but I just, I've been putting it off because I just wasn't able to take some time off work mm. and go overnight. And I was like, what? And me and my big mouth at know-it-all has to say, well, no, 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 there's a guy at work and he actually drove himself there and he drove back. Like, you don't need to do that anymore. And mm. I just don't think people were enlightened with the fact that you just get like a leather. Yeah, well, they, they just burn a little hole mm. in it for you. Right? Yeah, and you drive home. I went through no the anesthetic KFC or anything. Drive through. No, they just they numb it. <laughs> they numb it. Yeah, okay. they give you a little numbing needle. Why but... do you go to KFC? Why is that? Just to show how happy how, you were. Yeah, uh, or, how easy yeah. it is. Yeah, I wanted to treat myself. Yeah. So I, uh, <laughs> well done, Maddie. <laughs> you and your balls should like. go to KFC. Yeah. I've been a good boy. I'm going to go get some KFC. Just destroyed the egg. You wanted the chicken. I said that you can just do that, and he said to his missus over the end. Hey, did you hear that? Apparently it's just a laser. I could just drive in. I might cancel that one and I'll go there. And I was like, cool. That was yeah. the only conversation that had. The mm -hmm. reason I just go, oh, is because maybe they changed their mind because they've just announced on Facebook that they're having their fourth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. I'm not. I was just saying there's a different way of doing it. I'm not mm. making their booking for him. No, but then he cancelled his booking that he had in. Maybe they changed their mind. I haven't reached out to him. Mm. Enough. What did the text say when they announced it? They didn't. It was on Facebook. I'm not that close enough to have the text. No. I, like I said, they're friends of a friend. Like, I'm really good friends with their friend. Well, you'll never be friends with them now after what you've just done. I oh, didn't they might do ask it, you to though. babysit. I wasn't there. I you know? <laughs> but I just wanted on 131060. Did you have any more kids while waiting for a vasectomy? Mm. Do you know, like, or maybe you'd, you'd made up your mind, you just hadn't got around to the booking, and oh, what a wonderful joy. What a wonderful. <laughs> Joy. Because this is. Mm. I just think of all those people that didn't go and get a test, and this is another yeah, warning because I'm sure thing. there's people out there that didn't go mm. and get the month test, mm. and then wow, mm. look how good those swimmers were. Mm. You're meant to get it checked, I think, every six years or something. Oh, no. yeah, you gotta keep going back. They said it can, yeah, well, it can, it can reconnect. My friend it's said he got a letter in the mail saying congratulations because after you do the test, they say yeah. congratulations, you've got zero like count, and he was like, Oh, <laughs> he's like it's just such a weird way to say it. Yeah, congratulations, right. you have. Sterile. Yeah. <laughs> what did he? What did he want it to say? I don't know. He said he just thought the weird congratulations. Just a bit like, more like professional, yeah. like you. Just to let you know, you are still at zero. Yes, not, yes. Right. Congratulations. <laughs> hey, big fella, you shooting blanks? <laughs> did you get a letter or just a, you would have got a confirmation no, when you? After his the doctor test. was in the back of a van. He's got no time. <laughs> no, for I meant after letter. you got the test. I can't remember whether they called me or whether they... Did said... you check on it? Yeah. Yeah, no, I did check because I do remember get. I, I know it got confirmed because I was worried about it. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I wanted to make sure that... Yeah, but I can't remember how I got... I think the doctor just called me and said, hey, it worked. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or maybe it was a text message, actually. Could have been. Happy mm. no more birth for you. Mm. <laughs> um, Thirteen ten sixty. Did you fall pregnant just before the vasectomy? Mm. Mm. Or maybe you got one and it didn't work. Or oh. you know, no, they, sometimes they don't work, and they change the color of the baby. Joe, happy, happy joy, happy happy joy. Joe uh, in Eaton's Hill, does this happen to you? It certainly did. To have his vasectomy in two days' time, not not now, but yeah, in the yeah. past. Yeah. And um, I went to the doctor's not feeling well. I already had two little ones, um, and I, my youngest was four months old. Uh, and he came out laughing when I had done a um, test, and he said, you're pregnant? Uh, the doctor was laughing. The doctor was laughing because he'd booked my husband he in vasectomy the week before. <laughs> what a jerk. <laughs> and it was my third... Caesar, so I had to get my tubes tied. So when I told my husband, he immediately picked the phone up and cancelled his <laughs> <laughs> Oh, joy. <laughs> happy, love the care, everything's good, right? Oh, absolutely. They're yeah. 21, 22 and 23 now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. See? But Blessing. it was his seventh child, so he obviously was very... Um, Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> How's that though? The doctor walking in, laughing. Oh, he thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> he saw dollar signs. Yeah. He goes, "Oh, I'm going to be seeing quite a lot of you. Very good." <laughs> All right, we've got an anonymous on the phone. Anonymous, what's your story? 
Uh, so my husband, about 12 months ago, he kept saying he's going to book in, he's going to book in for the snip. We've had two boys and found out about three weeks ago, pregnant with number three. Yay. He didn't get around to it. No, he the whole time. He's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, oh, I could do one more. <gasps> but oh. his fault. Oh. <laughs> you told him. Yeah, you, you told tried. him to organise it. Yeah. <laughs> you knew that, though. If you get him to organise it, it won't happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Women got to organise everything. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if any guys have lied to their partners. They were so scared they lied about getting it done. Oh. And then, yeah, they found out later on. Mm. It's a hard lie to yeah. keep up. Yeah, it yeah. is, isn't it? Mm. It is, but yeah. Hey, you want to use protection for old time's sake? <laughs> I like the flavours. Cat <laughs> <laughs> in Rydell Heights, what's your vasectomy story? Um, it's not so much a vasectomy. I had my tubes clamped. Mm-hmm. Um, I had two kids under two. Um, so, you know, as a you know, woman, it takes up to a year for your body to get back into shape. Yeah. Um, and my, this little um, bundle of joy found a pocket because my tubes that came unclamped. Yeah. And... I went to the doctors because I just couldn't stop throwing up, and he reckoned I was 20 weeks pregnant. Oh, wow. Except I was actually 36 weeks <gasps> pregnant. Whoa! He oh was my... trying to find that space for his final growth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's a... Wow. So you only had, like, what, a couple of weeks to prepare? Yeah. And yeah. the funniest thing was I was about to give away all my baby stuff. Yeah. Like, yeah. on the weekend. Wow. That I found out on the Friday I was pregnant. <laughs> Imagine trying to tell people oh, I've got a baby and they're like, oh, yeah, no, we knew that. No, another one. What? <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it was a bit of a shock to everybody. Is it, be- it, on would it have be- is it better, though, to have not had like six months to worry about it then? You're like, oh, well, I guess I'm, in the next few weeks I'll have a baby. Um, oh, not really. Mm. Having, what, the two under two, it was a bit stressful. Yeah. yeah. yeah good it's point. a bit of life change to be, you know. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Thanks for calling, Kat. That uh, baby really needs to be born. Yeah. 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 All right, Sandy, vasectomy story. What happened to you? Yeah, hi. Uh, so I inherited some stepkids on top of a couple of kids that I already had and decided that I wasn't going to have a baby, another baby with my husband. Um, and then three months later, I changed my mind after he'd got a vasectomy. Mm-hmm. And so he went back and got it reversed. And then after we had our daughter, he went back again and got another vasectomy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was like you again. <laughs> yes, <Wow>. yes. <laughs> and when he got it reversed, because uh, the process to get one is nothing at all, is, is the reversal right. a bit more painful? Absolutely, and a lot more expensive too. Yeah. So he had to actually go in and see a specialist and go in for surgery. And, yeah, it's a lot more um, detailed. Because mm. <laughs> sometimes they don't even yeah. do reversals anymore. They um, just take it from the... Syringe oh, it right. out. Yeah. Yeah, well, you still got to yeah. go under. Like, yeah. that's still a big operation. But yeah. they sometimes do yeah. that and you go through IVF as opposed to that way. Yeah. Well, well, he yeah, wanted, I he really enjoyed telling that story. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Will it make them or will it break them? This is SAS Australia. SAS Australia, it is back Monday, 9th of uh, October, 7.30 on Channel 7. One of the toughest <laughs> badasses in the world. He's on there, Ant Middleton. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Oh, great. I'm looking forward to this um, season. And was there anyone on there that you uh, were surprised how tough they were? Because I was messaging Cassie uh, Sainsbury. It's a long story, but we were following she her. She buys drugs off her. No, no, <laughs> headphones. Um, I was uh, communicating her with and she was over in uh, jail. And then she reached out when she got back. But she, w- she was looking forward to the show, I guess, and showing a different side of her. Were people like her a bit of a surprise to you? Do you know what? That's what I love about the show or the course is people always surprise us. Um, you have a sort of first impression before that you don't obviously judge from the first impression. So you can't help but sort of have a little bit of a sort of guidance from it. But to be fair, Cassie had something to prove. So I'm not going to give too much away, but she certainly came for the right reason. Personally for yourself, when you were doing the test for SAS, what was your most feared or the one that you found most difficult? I've always 
struggle. Well, not really struggled, but um, when I first joined the military, I struggled with claustrophobia. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't like confined spaces, and it's only through you know exposure, exposing, exposing that emotion and, and repeating the process that you get used to it. Right. So over the years, it took me probably took me about three or four years to get over, you know, these uh, claustrophobia and and those confined spaces. At the beginning of this mm-hmm. series, we bury them alive in coffins. So, you know, lying in those coffins and, uh, and sort of mm. running through the process of of how they're going to feel and, you know, if someone is claustrophobic. Mm. I'm claustrophobic and I couldn't even watch the promo where they were doing that, to be fair. That yeah. Horrendous. Um, it was hardcore. Yeah. It was hardcore. You served in the military for many, many years um, and, and did a lot of tours, you know. Um, that's why you're the perfect man for this job. Once you retire from the military, because you've been in instances where you've learned intel and, and stuff like that, do you ever randomly throughout the years still get calls in from, because your name would be in files for certain things where they still want to chat to you? Like, is you, are you never truly out? Yeah, you are. I wouldn't say the military get hold of you, but you're, you're part of a sort of an outside organisation where, you, you, you know, you get calls to see if you know certain people, if you can help out certain situations that require sort of private investigation. It's not so much the military now, but it's, it's more that sort of circle outside of, of the military that is still very much active and alive. Yeah. Like, uh, like so Jason yeah, I do Bourne. get the odd strange call every yeah. now and then asking yeah. me if I want to do some, some strange things. I'm like, yeah. no, 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 I'm a... I'm a TV personality now. I've been seen to do that. You've gone soft, Ed. You've gone soft. So, like, they'll ring you and say, hey, we need to go and capture capture old mate. Can you come and help us out? And you're like, nah, because the, the paps you, will you, probably get me and I'll be in you, your idea you know and ruin your mission. I had a, exactly. I had, a, I had a, uh, quite a bizarre call the other day asking me if I wanted to go to a certain... Uh, location and do some do some do some work, and I was like, yeah, that's going to look really good on my Instagram if I tip up at this uh, ward torn location. And, you know, start posting. So, I'll pass on that one, thank you. Yeah, right. What about like? And I, I don't know. I see. I, I watch a lot of CIA movies and stuff. So yeah, I'm I can see where this is coming from. I'm loving it. Some yeah. ridiculous stuff. But like, you would you would have had contacts in Afghanistan and stuff like that, who would have helped you guys complete missions. Yeah. Do you ever still hear from them randomly? Yeah, I do, actually, yeah. Um, I've got... I hear, because in Afghanistan, I work closely with interpreters, mm-hmm. you know, that have now had to see the country. and yeah. So I'm very much still in contact with those type of people. Mm. It's great to, you know, to have that connection and to maintain that relationship. So, yeah, mm. there's a lot that goes on outside of that circle, a hell of a lot. Just comparing our world, you know, like people might ring you and say, hey, can you um, help me out? I need to get through this war-torn um, border. My friends ring me and say, can you get me tickets to Taylor Swift? It's, it's the same, same thing. thing. It's yeah, really, it's <laughs> really difficult <laughs> missions, yeah. but, um, yeah. but both require contact. How do you get me tickets to Taylor Swift, though? That's the question. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to talk off air, mate. I can't, I can't give you all my intel uh, while we're on broadcast. Okay. <laughs> Hey, while we've got you, um, we know, you know it takes it takes a strong mind to do the SAS training. Um, uh, plus, you've got a show, the Fear Bubble. Stav here is taking on a huge challenge. He is playing in a rugby league match against some of the most um, aggressive, powerful players in history. And we want we want some help to get him in the right yep. mindset before the game. It's a it's a charity match, Ant, and I'm the only person uh, taking the field who's not a professional athlete or who hasn't played any NRL games before in the past. So that's the, that's the challenge I'm facing. Uh-huh. Listen, no pressure there. You've got no pressure whatsoever. Listen, put all the pressure on the other people. Enjoy yourself because people aren't going to be looking at you. They're going to be looking at the ones that have played before. Okay. All right. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So that's the best advice I've gotten so far. <laughs> so. <laughs> that is true. You've got no expectations. No expectations. That's true. Or yeah. low expectations. Yeah. Or none, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I like to start. <laughs> that's it. It's a, you know, participation, which is, you know, the important thing, especially with something new like that. Mm. It's new. It should be fresh. It should be exciting. And, uh, you know, enjoy it. Enjoy the moment. A lot of people, they worry and panic too much over things. And it ruins their whole their whole game or or their whole experience. Mm. But ultimately, come on, you know, you've never done it before. Get out there, enjoy it, and uh, you'll 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 learn a lot from it. What about intimid- intimidation techniques? Like, how do you like? You wouldn't be smiling as you're going into an intimidate intimidation sorry, what's interrogation the right? interrogation room. Like, what sort of your technique for him to be quite feared 
if you can elevate yourself above um, your your subject, shall we say, or yeah. if you can, you know, but not but not but not be too intimidating. If you can be interrogated, mm. you want to try and humanise yourself. You want to try and try and get on their side, believe it or not. Yeah. So you give them a false sense of security. Okay. Um, so there's there's a lot of. Uh, Mind, mind games there. Well, buddy, SAS Australia back uh, Monday, 7.30 on Channel 7, and, of course, 7 Plus for the catch-ups. Always a pleasure. Great to talk to you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Stav, Abby and Matt on B105. Uh, for a long time, Stav has been wanting to join the group, and he finally did this morning uh, talking about the mullet group. He now has a mullet. Mm-hmm. And it is just a sign of a time now where the young kids love the mullet. And I say that because they weren't born in the 80s when the mullets were first around. I don't know if many people have been a repeat offender where they've gone back. Mm. See, I think I look think they look fashionable now on younger people. Mm. But I think if you you just look like a dude who had a mullet. In if the you've 80s. had the mullet the whole time, that's not good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. But the other thing is a bag, and this is what I can't get my head around because uh, my son was going to a disco and he's like, "Oh, you know, you got to sign your phone in." And he's like, "That's good because I just don't have a bag. Do I want to get a bag?" And I said, "No, you're not getting a bag." Oh, you're not getting a bag. You're not going to the disco and getting a bag, all right? Yeah. <laughs> Good rules, really, isn't it? It yeah. is. It is. <laughs> I saw a mum giving a lecture. Should we get a bag, boys? <laughs> I saw a mum giving a lecture to kids when they're going out, mm-hmm. her teenage boys, and she's like, we do not add to the population, we do not subtract from the population. Fair That's enough. her motto when they go out in life, and uh, following was one of the bags as well. <laughs> um, but I was like, I don't, it seems like now kids go out with bags. And I'm like, what are you putting in the bag? Because you used to have a man bag and that was a satchel. That was I'm different. Always ahead of my time, aren't yeah, but I? These are bum bags, but uh. not worn as a bum bag. It's around your shoulder. Mm, yeah. So what you, is it the vape? Is that why they're carrying so many? Because they have to have the vape? Because you, I said to Matt when he got out of the car, I said, where's your bag? He goes, what? Mm. And I was like, he goes, I've got pockets. So <laughs> your generation had pockets. Everything was pockets. Yeah. And you never had a bag growing up. No. no. I mean, the only time you had a bag was a backpack, but it was full of UDLs. Yeah. So, okay. you, you know, so, you couldn't put them in hence your... Hence the cargo pants. Of the... no, cargo yeah. pants, yeah. But even yeah, though you I... do have a lot of pockets. Mm. I don't understand how they... You're like, they couldn't... A vape couldn't be the reason they need it, because a vape is smaller than a packet of durries. No, I think it is. It's still... Oh, and you used to put them in your top pocket, or did you used to put them under your shoulder? You know, you shot in the <laughs> What did you used to do? Or behind what, your ear. What is, hang or on. behind your ear, did you? What do you think I was in bloody the 50s? No, well, <laughs> we were hiding them even more. Don't smoke it. Smoking's bad. Um, but they would have, in their bag, they'd have a vape. They had battery. You used to have battery pack. Yeah. yeah. Might have their keys. iPhone, iPhone charger, keys. One condom in behind your bank card that was there from year eight to about 27. So they don't have a wallet. They have a bag. Right. It's weird too, though, because they wouldn't be putting money in there. Yeah. So, point you just got to cut. It's on your phone. Mm. Yeah. So, just for looks, then? I think it might just be looks. But there was a carrying. Weapons, if the media is to be believed. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You don't want to put a knife Mm. in your pocket. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. But is it just a fashion statement then? Do they not have any. Or is it a thing where their girlfriends are like, hey, do you mind putting lipstick in your bag? Women did like it when I had my man bag and I could they could put stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not it's not all shady stuff because I mean the whole It's easy to check, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah, because everywhere you go you've got to open your bag to get it checked. But Mm. all the origin team, there was a story about them, the Queensland Origin team, when they were out team bonding and stuff. I pictured them at a restaurant. Mm. All of the guys had like designer Yeah. I think it's a fashion. I don't think they need it. Because you've gone back to no bag and you don't need it. Yeah, that's true. So why did you have the bag? Because at the time I did need it. And then I thought... I but told why you, did you I need it? You what do you mean? Mate, it, was, it was like um, with the hat and the bag, it was too much. What did you uh, need yeah, in it, though? Like, well. well, you'd be surprised. I mean, you'd be the same. Like, once you've got one, you do then start putting things in it. Like, I'd have a pen. I never really need a pen. Of course, you pen. feel it. But, yeah. I mean, I've got tampons and stuff. Yeah, yeah me too. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my vape stuff. Uh, sometimes a book if I wanted to read. I <laughs> think <laughs> the young kids are not getting out with a book. Mm. Uh, okay, so our producer, <laughs> Ash, what does your boyfriend make you put in the bag for him? Antacid tablets because he gets reflux if he's drinking alcohol. <laughs> so maybe every man you see with the bags... They've got reflux. Yeah. Maybe some I don't mind it, but I just was a little bit confused that this is something that they all want now. Mm. Mm. See, I love handing something to Esther to carry for me. Well, you guys should get bags. Mm. It's really annoying when you go out to like an event and she goes, I'm taking a clutch. Oh, yeah, you get really annoyed. But it just reminds me, I still can't get it out of my head. It feels very stereo 
Sarah Sunny. You know, shirtless yeah. with a designer bum bag. Our mm. boss yeah. Jack tried to bring back bum bags. He remember? did. I think mm. he was too soon. Yeah. Mm. Ahead of his time. He was really ahead of his time. But he wore it as a bum bag. I think yeah. the... the the fault was he was supposed to wear it over the shoulder. Yeah, if you've got it on your hip, you just look like a tourist, you know? Mm. Like you've got to be in a matching... A fanny bag. Yeah, fanny pack. Well, thirteen ten sixty. what's in your bag? What's mm. in your kid's bag? If they're the ones that are like, yeah, I've got to take a bag now. Mm. Boys' bags, though. Like, we know that we could take calls on women with handbags, but... Yeah. yeah. Boy bags. Mm. What's in them? What's in them? Mm. Sarah in Bracken Ridge, what's in your hubby's bag? Um... A crap ton of paperwork and an almost complete pharmacy. Um, Panadol, Nurofen, bandages. Hmm. <laughs> Why? Mylanta, anything you can name. Um, um, if we're going out to dinner, he he like takes a double dose of anti. Um, yep. Yeah. Oh, I can't remember the word. <laughs> oh. um, antacids? Like for... No, not antacids. Like um, if you're allergic to something, anti-allergy. Oh, antihistamines. Oh, okay. He's um, allergic to seafood, but he'll eat seafood. So he takes a chance. <laughs> right, right. So he double doses. He takes a um, medical kit because he's eating stuff he's allergic <laughs> to. He wants to save his own life. But <laughs> he still makes me take the keys and his phone in my bag. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah. They're sharing it. That's a man who's wow. prepared. Yeah. But he, he knows he's risking his life, so he's... <laughs> He could just carry an EpiPen, but he wants to you know, run the... Uh, don't, Shay. don't call an ambulance. I've got my fanny pack. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be right down the bottom. Shay and Aspley, you have a man bag. What's in it? I do. So, yeah, I'm pretty much the same as the last call. So I'm a walking chemist. Okay. Uh, but, you know, got your tissues, got your wallet keys, mm-hmm. um, phone. Yeah, it's just I hate anything in my pockets. And have you always done this or just recently? Um... Uh, more so, more recently, but yeah. I have, you know, even growing up, I would have a bag. It was just easier. Mm. Yeah, you've come into fashion now. Mm. Yeah, exactly. I'm ahead of my time. <laughs> <laughs> At what age, though, do you, can you stop using, do you have to stop using a backpack? Mm. Like, oh, I don't you know, know what I mean, like a backpack? I do find once it fun. Yeah, once I think once yeah. you leave school. My mum had a backpack on the other day when she came up, and I could not stop laughing. She just looks like she's trying to be a little schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. Like, it's what weird, it, isn't it? It is weird, yeah. But she rocks a backpack. What, a, a man in his 40s with a backpack. Weird. It just looks a bit sus, doesn't it? Does it? What yeah. If you, what have you got a lot of stuff that you have to carry? Well, that's the question. What do you got in there? What do you, what you, do you know, know what I mean? Like, mm. In case you're going camping, rock climbing, <laughs> to the gym. Maybe, yeah. it's, maybe it's a parachute and he's always prepared. What, you got gaffer at all times? Like, You see <laughs> what I mean? It starts getting a little bit like... Yeah. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. The US government loves a good uh, test of their um, klaxons for alerts. Do you remember that time in Hawaii where they got the um, messages to everyone's phones saying that nuclear uh, warheads were on their way and everyone thought they were going to die for? For a oh, quick 10 minutes. Right. Tech, tech, it was a text message that yeah, went yeah. What, was, what was wrong with that? Just fired incorrectly? Or? Yeah, well, that was a mistake. Yeah. There was, well, I know there it was a mistake, coming, but I didn't know if coming. it was like an intern. What did they say was yeah, the result was, of that? Yeah, it was a, a human error. Like, they meant to text their mum, but mm. it just it went well, just to mean, all contact. All of those automatically mm. already done, and they mm. fired off the wrong one. Mm. Yeah, like, I mean, testity, test, tech, test, mctest, test would have been fine. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. there was a there was a boss dad who was uh, on the phone to his uh, wife back home, and she's like, why aren't you running and hiding? And she said, I'm at the buffet, and everyone's left. Like, this is sweet. <laughs> <laughs> there is no line. You're going to die happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, where, what are you going to do? Yeah, you couldn't yeah. do anything. Yeah. yeah. So Jim Carrey was there. He said he had a moment of enlightenment where he was like, I have no regrets. Let's bring it on. I'm fine. I'm good. Right. I guess when you've made $20,000 million, you probably don't have too many regrets. Um, But they did one uh, over the weekend, which caused a little bit of a brouhaha uh, with a certain um, section of society. What do you guys know about the Amish? Uh, They wear dresses and skirts. Okay. And no technology. They churn their own butter. They churn their own butter. They don't, they don't use electricity, right? Yeah, here's yeah, a, here's a little bit of a breakdown of what the Amish are about. We've been spending most our lives living in an Amish paradise. We're just plain and simple guys living in an Amish paradise. There's no time for sin and vibes living in an Amish paradise. We don't fight, we all play knives living in an Amish paradise. 
They're very peaceful people. And yes, they do that turn their own butter. too much. It doesn't their really. Life, to be honest. I mean, catchy tune. Catchy tune. There was a whole um, type of furniture, like design. If you study design, mm-hmm. and Amish were the ones that came out with a certain design because one of them used to make them all and then that became a bit, right. of, a, oh. a bit of a thing. So make their own furniture. Right, right. There yeah. you go. Yeah. They, they're like off-grid, right? Like they live yeah. in old style, no electricity, no mm. TV, no appliances. Yeah, they I also could be nice to join, but I don't mm. know if I'd like to follow orders. They also do a thing too where you become, uh, when you become of age, you actually go out into the world, I think for a year, and you experience what the world has to offer and then you can make up your mind whether or not you want to go back or continue. Oh, I'd love the percentage of people mm. that come back. Yeah. Do they still do that or they're like, let's not do that? No, no they still do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you get hung over enough from it, you know, you're like, oh, no, I do want to go back. Yeah, but do you only get, get one there. chance or do you get to go back twice? Oh, so once you're back, can you leave again? Yeah, no. yeah. They no. go, oh, wait a minute. Remember that gap year? <laughs> Had fun. Mm. Can I do another gap year? Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not getting it. <laughs> yeah. And how old is it? Like, do you know? To... It's teens. Oh, okay. Yeah, they did a documentary about it. People come knocking and say, hey, just so you know, your husband, when he was on his gap year... Maybe that's why they don't have any technology. (laughs) (laughs) Go out, go crazy. We'll never know. We'll never know what happened. I love it. Yeah. Turns out they might, though, because over the weekend, the US uh, government did do another alert uh, (laughs) to um, just test if their uh, early warning systems were working. And a bunch of Amish people got done for having hidden phones. Oh, Oh, how? Because it went off. Yeah. Like, hello, Brother Jacob. Hello, Brother Job. <coughs> that be my horse. <laughs> how, do you, how do you know right. this? It's a news report. But that's what I'm saying. Like, who gave the news report? One of the, well, see, what happens is too. Oh, there's an arc in the army. That's what I'm saying. There's no, someone there who was like, uh. there, there isn't. What happens is they all got shunned, which, from, which means you get ejected from the community. Oh. I was at the, uh, the Abbey. They were shunned by the Amish. The Abbey Medieval Festival. Oh, yeah. And it's extraordinary. Have you ever been to it? No. Oh, so that everyone will dress in medieval times and they do reenactment, they'll do fight. But before the actual festival start, there'll be people, people that go there and they live there for like three days. Right. Okay. So they complete an utter reenactment. There's no technology. They make it very, very strict for it. Mm. And I was doing the weather for it. So I was going to ha- go and have a chat to them and they're making all the bread and all this. And it's all like, you can't ever ruin it. You can't ever ruin it. And then uh, before I left, someone goes, oh, do you mind if I get a selfie? <laughs> and he whipped out his phone. Everyone was like, boom. <laughs> and he's like, right. damn it. Oh, no. Yeah, and they're like, mate, we told you about this. You've got to lock it in the car. <laughs> got to lock it, in, lock the it in the car. Lock it in your Porsche, it. brother. <laughs> we are living, living low key. He's like, they didn't, the grid. they didn't have Pepsi in medieval times, Steve. Back yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on B105. Alpha Box tomorrow, the 10th of October. It'll be a Tuesday. Tuesday, um, Tell us uh, the answers for Alpha Box. Uh, in 7 a.m., you're... Letter is N, and some of your answers are Nutella, Nashville, and Nickel. And at 8 a.m., it's G, and some of your answers are Golden Retriever, Ginger, and Guess. Radio, see you tomorrow. Bye. Stop, I'll be in my- B105.